Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 960sports.com. This is Valley Sports Talk with Bryce Larson. Hear from players, coaches, and experts on the latest news and events surrounding all things Utah Valley Sports. Valley Sports Talk is brought to you by Bout Time Pub and Grub in Vineyard. Find them online at BoutTimePub.com. It's football Friday here on ESPN 960 and Valley Sports Talk. I am Bryce Larson. That's Jordan Bianucci behind the glass, the executive producer of the program. We appreciate you tuning in on a beautiful football Friday across the uh, Wasatch Front here in Utah. We're getting ready for a fabulous weekend of football. We're going to dive right into the whole college football schedule here in the first segment. So don't go anywhere. We're going to break down a lot of these games that are happening, not only in the state of Utah, but around the country as well. The top games in the Big 12, in the Pac-12, and across the nation, games that might uh, might help to decide where the college football playoff is going this season and who might make it there as well. So we'll get into that here in this segment. Want to remind you that Valley Sports Talk is powered by our friends down at Bout Time Pub and Grub and Vineyard, right across I 15 from Utah Valley University and right next to Top Golf and the Megaplex there in Vineyard. Make sure you go and check them out. If you need a place to watch the football games this weekend, whether it's the NFL or college football, they've got you covered. You All you got to do is show up, buy some food. Watch some football. It's great atmosphere, a great time. Make sure you head on down to Bout Time Pub and Grub in Vineyard. Uh, getting into the show rundown, I mentioned we're going to get into the college football schedule here in this first segment. Right around the corner, we've got the Bryce is Right. Yeah, that's where we make our weekend predictions. We're going to uh, tell you what we think about uh, these games coming up here in the state of Utah. BYU at Kansas, Utah Hosting UCLA, Utah stayed up in Logan, playing against James Madison. And then uh, we've got Utah Tech at Missouri State, SUU versus Western Illinois, and Weber State hosting Montana State as well. We'll break down each one of those games, give you our predictions. Uh, the Price is Right style, but it is the Bryce is Right here on Valley Sports Talk. And then uh, we'll get into Jordan's five minutes of fame where he uh, breaks down all things that have happened across not only the sporting world, but uh, across the world as well. 
And uh, we'll give Jordan his five minutes of fame coming up here at 8.45. And uh, to kick off the second hour, we'll get into a little bit of an update on what we had reported yesterday, a promotion relegation model in college football. The Oregon State Athletic Director came out with a quote saying it's worth studying. So we'll get into a little bit more talk about that. We'll also break down Utah versus UCLA Give you the latest on Cam Rising. Will he play? Will he not play? Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that 49ers-Giants game last night and get into some of the best NFL games this weekend as well before welcoming in Kevin Reynolds of the Salt Lake Tribune, probably uh, on his way to Lawrence, Kansas, en route to Lawrence, Kansas, uh, later on today. So we'll... Uh, Get Kevin on to chat some BYU and Kansas football later on in the show. And then we'll wrap it up with the latest headlines in the sporting world before we sign off for the weekend. Appreciate you tuning in as always. We have a loaded show today. So stay right there. Stick right there. I want to remind you today is the day you can get in on making these predictions with us in the Bryce's Right segment. Just make sure uh, you give us a call. You could do it live with us. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. We pick the spread. We pick the over-under. And then on the other games, we're going to be picking uh, the just the scores as well for those FCS games. Whoever gets closest, uh, we usually give the dub, too. So if you want to give us a call, make a prediction either on one or, or multiple of these games that are happening over the weekend. Give us a call, 844-442-0960, 844-442-0960. The other way, if you don't want to be live on air, you can send us in an open mic via the ESPN 960 app. So download the ESPN 960 app. Once you download it, you go right in. There's a section that says open mic feature. Just click on open mic. Right there, you you click the middle button. It says da- it says uh, record your open mic now. Just record it, and then uh, you talk into your phone, just like you would if you're talking to us live. You hit send, send it off to us. We'll receive it. We can play it live on air. We'll play that recording back for everyone to hear as well. So give us your BYU and Kansas prediction or a Utah UCLA prediction. Give us a Utah State prediction. Whatever game you want to uh, give us your prediction, or you can call us at 844-442-0960. One more time, that's 844-442-0960. All right, let's uh, get into chatting about some of the biggest games across college football here this weekend in the opening banter, always brought to you by Body Armor. Ladies and gentlemen, let's begin the show by starting it. Turn it up. It's Bryce's opening banter brought to you by Body Armor. Body Armor is proud to partner with Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit whose mission is to build strong, stable, and secure military families so they can thrive, not simply just struggle to get by in the communities that they have worked so hard to protect. In 2023, Body Armor is donating $500,000 to Operation Homefront. To help military families, go to drinkbodyarmor.com slash Operation Homefront. That's drinkbodyarmor.com slash Operation Homefront to learn how to support those who serve. Getting into some college football talk here, 
and looking at the weekend that will be in college football. I want to start with some of these games that are going to happen later on tonight. Yeah, you've got football tonight, my friends. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. There are four football games on tonight, either at the Power 5 level or the G5 level. And I'm going to be honest with you, these G5 games look better than the Power 5 games. So I'm going to be keeping a a better eye on those G5 games than some of these uh, Power 5 games that are on tonight. Wisconsin at Purdue, 5 p.m. Mountain Time on FS1. You have NC State at Virginia, 5.30 on ESPN. Those are going to be blowouts. Wisconsin's going to roll Purdue. NC State's going to roll Virginia. Those will not be competitive. The games that I'm looking at here, Boise State at San Diego State, 8.30 p.m. CBS Sports Network, and Air Force at San Jose State. Those four teams are right at the top of the Mountain West Conference and if you, you know, if you're just a college football junkie in general, you're going to be watching those football games. Those games could go a long way deciding who wins the Mountain West Conference. Now, Fresno State still has a say in the Mountain West Conference. I think Fresno State might be the best team in the Mountain West Conference. They could run the table and go undefeated. Could you imagine, uh, a Fres, an undefeated Fresno State team at the end of the season? I don't know what they would do. With them, because they haven't really played a really a tough non-conference schedule, and I don't think that the Mountain West Conference is really a tough. Like there are good teams, but not incredibly tough across the board in the Mountain West Conference. So I wonder what a what would happen to an undefeated Fresno State team. At least a New Year's Six ball. Don't know that they'd get into the college football playoff. That a lot of things would have to go their way. So, a couple of games on tonight that uh, you should keep your eye. On later tomorrow, let me tell you, Florida State and Clemson play at 10 a.m. on ABC. Oklahoma, Cincinnati at 10 a.m. on a on uh, Fox as well. You've got Auburn and Texas A&M 10 a.m. on ESPN. But all of the best games of the day, and I I'm not joking about this, start at 1:30 p.m. Mountain Time. Of course, you've got BYU in Kansas, Utah, and UCLA. But listen to the other games that are on at 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time. Number 19, Colorado, goes on the road to Eugene to take on number 10, Oregon, 1.30 p.m. on ABC. Ole Miss, number 15, Ole Miss, at number 13, Alabama, 1.30 p.m. on CBS. So not only do you have BYU, Kansas, you have Utah, UCLA, Colorado and Oregon and Ole Miss and Alabama all at 1.30 p.m. on Saturday. What is happening? And you know what, Jordan? One thing that I want to say, we talked about this before. You know for a fact, if you have YouTube TV, there will not be a multi-view option with BYU in Kansas, Utah, UCLA, Oregon, Colorado, and Ole Miss and Alabama. It just is not going to happen. No, why Why would they do and that? that <laughs> that's one of the downfalls of YouTube TV. You should be able to choose the four games you want to watch. We're going to uh, we're gonna get, like, some random... You're going to have slick... Choices there. <laughs> slick in northern Arizona in one of those. Yeah, literally. We're going to have Snow College playing uh, Mexico Military Institute <laughs> on one of those multi-view channels. Versus uh, 
instead of those four, the four best games of the day. You no, know, you'll probably get Miami and Temple instead of uh, you know those four games. So, but uh, that it's looking to be a pretty good overall slate for college football tomorrow. And it's a shame that they're all kind of in that one thirty window, so it's going to be tough to watch them all. But I mean, out of all those games that you're looking forward to, how would you rank them? What would be your number one game you're going to watch? Just for me personally, or from a national perspective? All of the above. Give um, me your personal one. Give me give me the national perspective as well. Number one, I'm well. Number one and number two, it's interchangeable. I'm interested in both equally. Utah, UCLA, and then BYU, Kansas. I'll give BYU, Kansas the edge because I want to see how good. I'm more interested in seeing how good. BYU is. I have a better idea of how good it, how good Utah is. Although if Cam Rising's playing, maybe uh, my interest all of a sudden goes up. But uh, I'm also interested to see the Utah UCLA game because uh, Coach Whittingham said this the other day about his game plan. Game plan sucks. That's not good. So I want to see the game plan sucks. Ew. So I want to see how that <laughs> that goes. And then uh, Oregon, Colorado, and then may, I'll watch. Honestly, I'll watch maybe a little bit of Alabama, Ole Miss. But those three games are so. I'm I'm into those three games. I don't have much uh, much interest in Alabama after seeing them play. Uh, who was it? South Florida last week. They looked uh, rough. Yeah, they did look. They did look rough. And there was some. This is a talking point we didn't actually get to. There, you know, Josh Pate on on twenty four seven. He mentioned that some people had reported that on Alabama's side, they didn't agree with the quarterback change, and so they had some players mailing it in uh, during that USF game uh, on the road because they didn't like the way that Nick Saban changed quarterbacks on them. They wanted uh, uh, Milton to be the quarterback there, and uh, he got benched. So that's kind of an interesting storyline. We'll see going into this game against Ole Miss what happens with Alabama, who plays at quarterback. The one thing that I'm more interested in in seeing in that Ole Miss game is is a Utah native Jackson Dart, Corner Canyon, former Corner Canyon High School quarterback, uh, running the offense there for Lane Kiffin. They have like one of the top offenses in college football so far this season, and it's led by a guy that almost chose to go to BYU and play for Aaron Roderick. So I'm curious to watch Jackson Dart lead that offense at Alabama and see if they can come away. With the win, if they win at Alabama, boy, they might have an opportunity here to actually do something in the SEC this season. So that's that's the only storyline that I'm really looking at for that Ole Miss Alabama game. But I would agree with you. My eyes are on the BYU Kansas game. This is a big game for BYU. Uh, if they can win this, they start off four and zero. That's not something that any of us predicted before the season started. Right, that would be a huge step forward for BYU, and if you can win this one, you have a legitimate chance of coming home and beating Cincinnati on in a Friday night game under the lights, which would be an electric game at BYU with an undefeated BYU team. The other one I'm looking at is Cam Rising going to play Utah UCLA. The re look, my reasoning here. I think Cam Rising is going to play. And the reason why, the line has moved from a four-point line, four-and-a-half-point line, to six points. Look, Vegas knows everything. The insiders in Vegas know these things. 
Does Vegas have a? Do they just call Josh Newman when they want a little inside report on Ken Wright? <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, they have their ways. It might not be Josh Newman, but it's someone that's in that practice facility. You know what I'm saying? It's true, though. I've always they, found that fascinating. Like where they they do they have some kind of information because you see these lines change, like you said. Yeah, they have their ways, and because it's moved in favor of Utah, I'm gonna say, I would assume. Someone knows these people putting thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars on these games know things. And if they know something, obviously, if they knew Cam Rising wasn't going to play, that'd probably go down to like a two point game, right? So I would think Cam Rising's going to play. We'll see. Uh, and of course, that could all change right before game time as well. It's not a proven thing. I would say as of right now, I would. I would think Cam Rising is going to play, but as game time approaches, watch that line. Whichever way it goes, you could get a pretty clear answer as well because those those people in Vegas, they know what is happening. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back on the other side. We'll make our predictions for these games in the Bryce is Right. If you want to get in on the action, give us a call, 844-442-0960. That's 844-442-0960. Zero or send us an open mic submission via the ESPN 960 mobile app as well. We'll take a break. Come back on the other side. We'll make our predictions in the Bryce is Right right here on Valley Sports Talk on ESPN. Bryce Larson returns right now on ESPN 960. Get in on the conversation by sending in your thoughts on today's show via open mic submission on the ESPN 960 app. That's right. It's a Bryce is Right segment here on Valley Sports Talk on ESPN 960, and we want you to join us for the first time ever. This is where we make our weekly predictions here on the program, and we'll break down every single game in the state of Utah. So make sure you get in on the action. Send in that open mic via the ESPN 960 app, or give me a call right now, 844-442-0960. Once again, that's 844-442-0960. And uh, we can get you on live to make your prediction. Uh, BYU-Kansas, Utah-UCLA, whatever game you want to predict, we'll get you on live here to make that prediction. The Bryce is Right is brought to you by Ruby Zinn. Adventure waits at the gates of Bryce Canyon. Get 20% off your next stay at Ruby Zinn. To save that 20%, visit rubyzinn.com slash 960. Once again, that's rubyzinn.com. Dot com slash 960. All right, I'm going to throw it over to the executive producer of the program, Jordan Bianucci, to get us underway with The Bryce is Right. That's right. It's time for another edition of The Bryce is Right. Here's your host, Bryce Larson. All right, let's get after it. We'll start out. With BYU in Kansas, and then we'll go as follows. Utah hosting UCLA, Utah State hosting James Madison, Utah Tech on the road at Missouri State, SUU hosting Western Illinois, and Weber State up in Ogden hosting Montana State. There's a lot of great games on this schedule, and we're excited 
to be able to break them down for you here on The Price is Right. And uh, you can give us your predictions as well. Just give us a call, 844-442-0960, or it is up on the SPN 960 Open Mic feature. All right, BYU at Kansas, a 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time kickoff on ESPN. Kansas, currently, via Caesar Sportsbook, is a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Now, we saw what BYU was able to do on the road last week versus a good Arkansas team in SEC country as a eight-and-a-half-point underdog. They ended up winning 38-31. to 31. So what does that mean? That means BYU excels when they're a road underdog time and time again. Unless it's at Michigan or on the road against a very good LSU team. Those are the only two times in recent history that I can remember. <laughs> uh, look, BYU loves going into hostile environments and performing above what they normally do. If this was a home game, I'd feel completely different about it, right? But here is what I would say. KU, a 9.5 point favorite. I'm taking BYU plus the 9.5. They might not win the game, but they are going to keep it within a touchdown, even 8 points at the end of the day, Jordan. Wow. We're, we're thinking along the same lines. I uh, I like Kansas. They're a good football team. I, I mean, how could they not be after going into Reno and knocking off Nevada? Um, I love... Look, look. I like BYU on the road. I was impressed with what I saw at uh, at Arkansas. Boy, I do. I have B, I have BYU losing this game, but they're covering. I have Kansas thirty eight to thirty one. There we go. I love that prediction. Um, yeah, I I would agree. Kansas nine and a half point favor. That's a little bit too much, especially for BYU as they excel as road underdogs week in and week out as well. Uh, we do have an open mic submission from Jared who made a prediction on BYU and Kansas. If you want to get in on the action, you can send us an open mic via the ESPN 960 app, or you can give us a call right now, 844-442-0960. Let's hear from Jared and uh, his prediction on BYU and Kansas. You know, Bryce, I know you're a, you're a fan of Kansas, but BYU pulls it together this week, and they finally get clicking on offense, and defense stays stout, and we're going to get a two-score win from the Cougs, 30-20. to 20. That's, uh, that's what I'm feeling out of, out of BYU this weekend. There you go. Jordan making a prediction, and the crowd goes wild. By the way, I'm not much of a fan of Kansas. I do like Lance Leipold and the way he runs his offense, okay? So some people might get a little confused with my love for the offensive scheme that Kansas runs versus me actually liking Kansas. So shout out to Jared for sending in that open mic. If you want to give us your prediction, send in that open mic via the ESPN 960 app as well. Utah versus UCLA, 1.30 p.m. on Fox. Utah is a current six-point favorite according to Caesar Sportsbook. They are at home. Utah's very good at home, week in and week out. And uh, it's been a minute since they have lost at home. So Utah, very stout team. 
Look, this one's going to come down to whether or not Cam Rising is going to play. I think in the end, Cam Rising probably does play. But I really like the way that UCLA has played to start off the season. They've taken care of business. They head into Utah for their first real test of the season. Their young freshman quarterback is playing very, very well right now. I'm going to say Utah wins, but UCLA covers the six. If this was a four, a four and a half, I would take Utah. I think UCLA covers the six. It's probably a little bit closer than what people think. I'm going to go UCLA plus six here and uh, take the Bruins to cover, but I think Utah will win the football game no matter what. All right. So, yeah, you're a little high on UCLA. I don't know what we're going to get from UCLA. They haven't played anybody, but uh, I'm I'm hoping Cam Rising plays. Either way, I'm taking Utah to cover in a relatively low-scoring game, 27-17. to 17. All right, there you go. That's Jordan Mianucci's. Although, Bryce, again, I'm not real confident uh, after hearing this from Kyle Whittingham. Game plan sucks. I mean, game plan sucks. Game plan sucks. That should be, yeah, that should be very worrisome. Uh, yeah. So in spite that of the game plan. should be very worrisome. <laughs> yeah, in spite of the game plan sucking, uh, I'm still taking Utah. Yeah, if you are a, a Utah fan, you should be worried about that game plan from Kyle Whittingham. He said himself that game plan sucks. So we will see what happens. 1.30 p.m. on Fox. All right, getting into Utah State and James Madison. This this line might might worry some people up in Logan. Might surprise some people here around the state of Utah as well. James Madison, they are a Sun Belt team, and they play very very good football. They're on the road in Logan, and they are a five and a half point favorite. That's right. You you heard that right. A five and a half point favorite against Utah State on the road. That's a 6 p.m. kickoff there in Logan. You know, I'm going to take from what I saw from Utah State against Air Force. Now, Air Force is a very good team. They run a tough offense to defend because of the different options and uh, different ways that that thing could go. If you don't have a a sound defense that takes care of of each one of their responsibilities. It's tough to guard the triple option. But you should not have 40 points scored on you by an Air Force team in any game, ever. They ran the, They had like over 500 yards of total offense, which no, is normal for a triple God, option team. No, but I'll tell you what, 40 points is not normal for a triple option team. That defense struggles. I'm going to take James Madison to cover the five and a half. So James Madison minus the five and a half is what I'm going to go with. I think they win by seven or more. Listen, it was embarrassing last week for the Aggies. Nobody has any faith in the Aggies, and that's why I like the Aggies. They're going to bounce back at home against against James Madison, who's favored, (laughs) and win 24-21 Aggies. Is Blake Anderson on the hot seat up in Logan, Jordan? Uh, I don't know because, look, they just got the new president of the university. 
But I think if he doesn't, here's the if he was just losing, it would be one thing. But it's all the off-field issues we've talked. We talked about this a month or two ago. Um, I think all of that combined could put him on the hot seat. Yeah, if he if they have a truly bad year, they only win one or two more games, then absolutely. Yeah, look, I think one hundred percent this guy is on the hot seat, especially if they lose to James Madison at home this weekend, and it's ugly. That conversation is going to start to be had, and it, it's only uh, the it's stoked. That fire is stoked by those off-field issues that you mentioned as well. That's happened <laughs> almost every off-season that Blake Anderson has been there up in Logan. So that's a little look into uh, Utah State, James Madison. We'll see what happens. JMU a minus uh, five and a half point favorite there in that game. Want to remind you, this is entertainment purposes only as well. Uh, Utah Tech at Missouri State. Now, there's no lines on the uh, these FCS games, so we'll give you our score predictions here. And uh, if we're close enough, whoever's closer is going to get the dub and get the point for this prediction. Utah Tech at Missouri State, a 1 p.m. kickoff. This is in Missouri. Utah Tech on the road. They've struggled so far this season. Victor Gabales, their quarterback from last year, ended up transferring. He's the quarterback at Tarleton now. And uh, so they're trying to figure out at that quarterback position. I'm going to take Missouri State 28-17 to over Utah Tech. Utah Tech is coming off that big-time win against Northern Arizona. I think Missouri State's a much better team than Northern Arizona, especially at home. I'm taking Missouri State 28-17 over the Utah Tech Trailblazers. Okay, I uh, I liked how Utah Tech played, as you said, on the road last week, or maybe that was that at home. Actually, uh, yeah, it was at, I was down in St. That George. Was in St. George. They played at home, uh, but I do think this is going to be a semi uh, or relatively high scoring game. I am taking Missouri State though in a close one, thirty four thirty one. All right, moving on to SUU hosting Western Illinois. I believe Western Illinois is the Leathernecks. Um, 6 p.m. Mountain Time kickoff, and the only thing that anybody ever had a question about this game was whether or not, you know, which team loves football more, and I'm going to say SUU just loves, flat out loves football more as a team. Um, they win 17-10 to 10 at home in Cedar City just because their sheer ability to love playing football more than the opposition week in and week out. You know, it shows up in the in the fourth quarter. You see the other team. You see that they just start to get disinterested. They don't love the game. They get they get a little bored. And, they want to uh, get on the bus. Yeah, they, look, three quarters is enough if you don't love football. But damn it, SUU, they love the game, and that's why they're going to win it. Um, I'm taking SUU twenty-one to seventeen. Okay, there you go, SUU with a dub in both scenarios. Six p.m. from Cedar City. Weber State versus Montana State. By the way, this might be like <laughs> the best matchup of the week. Uh, both of these teams ranked and ranked highly in FCS football. This is like a top 10 matchup in FCS football here. Weber State hosting Montana State, 6 p.m. up in Ogden. And... I just think Montana State is an all-around solid football team. Montana State might win the FCS National Championship 
this year, unless Montana has something to say about it. But Montana State's looking like a very good football team. I'm going to take Montana State on the road, 34-31, to beat Weber State up in Ogden. Yeah, that's that's quite the prediction there. 34-31, it's going to be a close game. Montana State wins on the road in Ogden. You said it. This is the best game, maybe of the of the weekend, honestly. And if you're if if I weren't, I'm working this Saturday, the Utah game. If I wasn't, I would think about driving up to Ogden to see this game. Honestly, um, I have the Wildcats though coming through at home in a in a high scoring affair, forty two to forty. There you go. All right. And that is the Bryce is right. Those are all of our predictions from the weekend. Is a uh, those are pretty good predictions. I feel pretty confident about them right now. Um, would I take them to the bank? No, absolutely not for entertainment purposes only, of course. Uh, but yeah, we want you to get in on the action as well, just like Jared did by sending in that open mic submission via the ESPN 960 app. You can also give us a call, be live with us right here on air. We'll give you the rest of the show to get in and get on with us. So, you know, don't take too much time. You got until about 8, well, 9.40, 9.45 to get your calls and open mic submissions in if you want to make a prediction for the weekend here, uh, either on the ESPN 960 app or calling us 844-442-0960. Once again, that's 844 Zero nine six zero gets you in, gets you on to make a prediction for any one of these games. Or, I mean, if you want to talk Oregon and and uh, and Colorado as well, Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma and Cincinnati, whatever game you want to talk about, we can get you in, get you on, and we'll chat about those games as well. One other reminder: I want to remind you that you can play that college football pick'em on ESPN 960's website. Go to ESPN960Sports.com. It's right on the right-hand side. Scroll down just a little bit. You'll see play uh, ESPN 960's College Football Pick'em. You just log right in. Make your picks for this weekend. You'll show up there on the leaderboard. I think Jordan Bianucci's leading it uh, as far as ESPN 960's goes. But there is uh, one person who has better, one more pick than Jordan Bianucci. Actually, there's two people on the top 10 leaderboard. Brian Jones. Shout out to Brian Jones. He has 15 picks right so far through the first three weeks. And then Adam Ferrero, 14. Jordan Bianucci right behind him with 13. But Jordan is uh, leading the college football pick-up on ESPN 960 as far as our ESPN 960 crew goes. Hey, I'm right behind you, Jordan. I've got 12. So you better watch out this week. I, I really like my picks. Yeah. All right. I really like those picks this week, I'll tell you what. All right, we'll take a break. want to remind you that it's uh, this segment always brought to you by Ruby's Inn. Adventure waits at the gates of Bryce Canyon. Get 20% off your stay at Ruby's Inn. Save that 20%. Visit rubiesin.com slash 960. Once again, that's rubiesin.com slash 960. Jordan's five minutes of fame is on the other side. We'll hear from the executive producer of the program coming up next right here on Valley Sports Talk. On ESPN. Valley Sports Talk with Bryce Larson returns right now on ESPN 960. Get in on the conversation by sending in your thoughts on today's show via open mic submission on the ESPN 960 app. 
Wrapping up the first hour of the program here on Valley Sports Talk on ESPN 960. want to remind you, you can win a brand new 65-inch smart TV and gaming console, plus a comfy reclining chair and order to win at ESPN960sports.com. This ESPN 960 home entertainment system giveaway is powered by Strong VW. Make sure you visit our friends over at Strong VW online at strongvw.com. And uh, one last thing, that giveaway, today is your last day to enter into that giveaway. So make sure you go to ESPN960sports.com and enter if you have not yet entered because that thing is wrapping up and a, a winner is going to be picked on Monday. So you better go and uh, enter in to that giveaway. All right? Okay. This is a segment where... We are going to give Jordan Bianucci, the executive producer, his five minutes of fame. So let's throw it over to Jordan for his five minutes of fame. Thank you very much, Bryce. Uh, this segment is all about the wacky and the weird. What the hell's going on here? We're going to take a look at a few different stories here uh, that I got off the interweb. Our lead story for our inaugural show of my five minutes of fame the infamous Lake Tahoe foot fondler. Yes, that's right. Oh, no. That's right. The infamous Lake Tahoe foot fondler was finally caught, folks. He, uh, if you're wondering what, what he did, he fondled feet. He, here, I'll read from the report. On August 1st, Mark Anthony Gonzalez, 26, was arrested in Atwater, California, charged with burglary and battery. After two early July incidents at the Club Windham South Shore Hotel in Nevada. According to police, Gonzalez entered two condominiums by opening unlocked screen doors. Once inside, he positioned himself at the foot of the bed and rubbed the feet of two separate adult females in two different units. Gonzalez fled when his victims woke up and confronted him. <laughs> He is also suspected of trespassing. Yeah, I'd say he is. And uh, stealing <laughs> women's shoes for sexual Allegedly. pleasure. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, right? What is this? Yeah, what's this guy's defense going to be? Uh, I mean, look, we've all had the urge, folks, to break into people's homes and rub their feet. But we don't do it because we're civilized human beings. Feet will never be the same. No. I mean, what, at first I thought it was Rex Ryan breaking into these condominiums. But, uh, no, Mark Anthony Gonzalez. I'm surprised he wasn't killed. Can you imagine waking up some dudes, just, especially as a woman? I, that, it's really, like, we shouldn't be making fun. It's really frightening, actually. Luckily, he didn't, uh, he didn't really harm anyone, but, uh, yeah, that will, that will traumatize you for the rest of your life. Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, our next story is, uh. A Florida man was uh, arrested and rescued again while attempting to cross the Atlantic. What, now, was he attempting to cross the Atlantic Ocean in a boat, maybe a sailboat, and he uh, didn't have some permits? No, no. He was in a hamster wheel. That's right. And by the way, it's not the first time he's done it. The uh, 51-year-old said he was heading for London, England. He was repeatedly told that his vessel was unsafe and should not be used. 
It was described as staying afloat through wiring and buoys, according to a copy of the criminal charges. This guy, he's a he's a some kind of activist, a peace activist, and uh, he has tried this multiple times. He's tried to cross the Atlantic Ocean in this giant enclosed hamster wheel, and uh, the Coast Guard, whoever, they are not having it. This is the third time that he's had to have been rescued and arrested for this. Wait, why Why did my man get arrested for wanting to take a hamster wheel across the ocean? I don't, you just let him take it. I, yeah, I, Things will take care of themselves, Jordan. It's really true. I don't know. I'm not sure why that's against the law. Um, I'm sure you, you, well, here's what it is. You, to, you have to have like a permit or something, a, a license to, you know, Sail in international waters. Yeah, to sell a boat somewhere. I have no idea, but uh, the authorities are not having it. So sorry, kids. Uh, you you can't cross the uh, Atlantic in a hamster wheel. Um, his first attempt, by I, the way, that that's very unfortunate. I had a trip planned, like maybe in two weeks. So yeah. that's good to know. Well, that, that money's can't do that. yeah, that money's down the drain. Uh, yeah. the, the first attempt cost taxpayers $140,000 to rescue him. So I'm not oh. sure why we're rescuing this guy anymore. Like yeah, you yeah, said. No, that, that's my point. Is that things will take care of themselves if you just let the man go. Just let him do it. Yeah. The Dar he could win the Darwin Award right here if we just <laughs> let him go. All right. Our last story. Just prepare yourself. Here we go. On a Delta, on a Delta flight, from it's an international flight. I think they were coming from Spain. They were going to Atlanta. Um, no, other way around. It doesn't matter. Anyway, long flight. There was a medical emergency when the when a passenger had uncontrollable diarrhea. That's, oh no. That's yep. And uh, unfortunately, the uh, I feel bad. I honestly feel bad for everyone in the story. Didn't make it to the bathroom. Um, the quote is that he left the entire length of the aisle covered in fecal matter. The passenger, the flight crew did everything they could to clean up the mess. No. But no, it just, it, it, you can't do it. They had to turn the plane around and go back to Atlanta. The pilot told the traffic control, quote, it's just a biohazard issue. Oh yeah, oh. for sure. Yeah, that's that is terrible. Can you can you imagine being on that that flight? No, I would rather be stuck on the well. Maybe not because there were people throwing up. There was a plane that was stuck down in Phoenix in like 120 degree weather, and they were stuck on the tarmac for like two hours. And there was no air conditioning apparently, so yeah. people were like very very upset. Obviously, very hot. And I think some people were throwing up as well, so that might be just as bad. That might be as bad. I just can't. And how do you look? I feel bad for the passengers. Absolutely. Can you imagine being that guy? That just I'd jump out of the plane. I'd kill myself right there. Good <laughs> lord! Oh my gosh! That would be terrible. That would I would. There's oh man! I just that gives me a panic attack just thinking about it. I. I, I can't get through that story. I just can't do it. I'm sorry. Uh, I would rather be... Here's what, I'll tell you what, Bryce. Here's the question. Would you rather wake up having your feet fondled by some strange man, or would you rather be on that flight? I would rather have uh, 
I'd rather have the Tahoe feet fondler in my room. <laughs> yeah, me too. Wake up to him fondling me. Look, he's had my, some practice. Uh, my, he's probably good at my it. My feet. Yeah. Good. Be like a foot massage. That's that is right. not. That cannot be worse than sitting on a plane. No. Uh, that, yeah. I, yeah. That's uh. Uh, anyway, we're going to end it on that. That's the first <laughs> edition of my five minutes of fame. What the hell's going on out here? Back to you, Bryce. Beautiful. Oh, that's Jordan Bianucci, the executive producer. Always brings the heat every single day. And I'm looking forward to that segment happening at least five times a week, every week here on on Valley Sports Talk. We'll see uh, going forward how often we can get that in. One other thing, uh, one other piece of news that you might want to know as well, if you haven't heard already, uh, Pat McAfee, now with ESPN. He is on the television side of ESPN. We want to get him on the radio side over here, but we're waiting to see if they're going to put his show into a radio format. But he's on at 10 a.m. right after Valley Sports Talk on ESPN and uh, his show has been a huge hit so far across the nation and probably the most watched sports talk show around the, uh, the nation as well. But yesterday he had what he called LDS Thursday. All right, Jordan B. Nucci, I don't know if you're a big Pat McAfee guy, big Pat McAfee fan, but he actually hosted a show and called it LDS Thursday where he had Kyle Van Noy, former BYU linebacker, on the show there in person. And then they invited for an interview later on in the show, Manti Teo, the former uh, Notre Dame linebacker and Chargers as well as New Orleans Saints linebacker as well. And they actually called it LDS Thursday, and they talked about uh, Kyle Van Noy being LDS, being Mormon, and he explained it a little bit. And they also... Asked him some pretty funny questions as well. You can watch his show for free on YouTube, but it was pretty funny. Uh, you got to watch that, uh, and hopefully going forward, they continue to do that LDS Thursday because that was it was pretty funny. It was good. Yeah, that's right. So go and uh, check it out. It's all over social media, all over everywhere, and uh, find that video of Pat McAfee uh, in- introducing Kyle Annoy because. You know, he says, you know, how the LDS faith is trying to get away from using the title Mormon. They're not Mormons. It's LDS, right? And so Kyle Van Noy kind of explained that. And so Pat McAfee, in introducing him, was like, the he was like, the artist formerly known as Mormon. It was funny. You'd have to uh, watch the clip to really get the gist of that conversation, but it was hilarious. I want to remind you one last time before we go to break, you can win that brand new 65 inch smart TV gaming console plus a comfy reclining chair. Enter to win at ESPN960sports.com. The ESPN960 home entertainment system giveaway is powered by Strong VW. Check them out at strongvw.com as well. We'll take a break. We'll come back on the other side. We'll uh, get into some more college football talk. Uh, some more Utah UCLA talk, even NFL. We've got big news in the NFL. We'll break down the best games in the NFL coming up next as well. This is Valley Sports Talk right here on ESPN.